Hey, hey, this is episode 17, my lucky number 17, of Be Electric with me, Jodie Shield. I'm a conscious business coach, a self-improvement author, a TEDx speaker, and a wellness entrepreneur. And every week I'm bringing you a world expert in human performance or a relatable, empowering key theme that's gonna help you unlock more of your potential. In this week's episode, I'm really excited because I've invited onto the podcast my good friend, Scott Murden, and together we're gonna explore how to inspire us all to use this time and to invest into ourselves and improving our lives so that when we emerge out of this moment of time, of history, we are gonna be a much more powerful, empowered, strong, courageous version of ourselves because ultimately, We are the creators of our own lives. And it's something that I talk a lot about, you know, we have the power to create the experiences that we want to experience in our outside world. And I totally get that sometimes, very often, it feels like life is completely out of our control and that things are happening to us and there's nothing that we can do about it but suck it up. But actually, we're here to say that you can take back the reins and choose to consciously create your own reality and upgrade to a more enjoyable life. Now, Scott and I are talking to each other in different countries. Scott's in India, I'm in London, and currently, as this episode is aired, we are both still in lockdown, sheltering from the outbreak. So it's even easier to believe that the world is a super scary place and crazy stuff can happen to us anytime, anywhere. But actually what I've been mulling over is that global events like this have the potential to really define us and ultimately make us stronger. Now, I just want to caveat this by saying I am not suggesting that the COVID-19 outbreak isn't a challenging and in some instances, upsetting time. My invitation to you all listening is to stay open to the possibility that this is indeed an opportunity for us to use this time to grow and to ultimately emerge out of lockdown as new people. So I hope that you enjoy the next half an hour or so. And if you do, please do subscribe, rate and comment in the relevant section of your podcast app. And also head to the website jodyshield.co.uk to check out the show notes. So have a listen, get inspired and be electric. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Good to be here. <laughs> and you are in India at the moment in Goa, right? Yes, I'm in Goa. We're um, emerging out of lockdown here. We're in the, uh, we're in the green zone now. And um, it's, uh, yeah, starting to come to life again. And it's really interesting going through that process and having lots of insights about that, actually. Yeah. I think uh, what was really interesting is, was that, you know, you're in Goa, I was meant to go to Goa, you and I and a lot of other people were doing some uh, ceremonies there. And 
you flew over and then after a few ceremonies, obviously the lockdown happened. So it's fair mm. to say you were kind of stranded there in a way. Totally, totally. I was supposed to be here for a month and uh, here I am three months in and, you know, probably going to be here for a couple more months actually. But, um, you know, but it's been really interesting. It's, it's, I'm, I, it's been really hard to go through lockdown and all the stress and fear and uncertainty that's come up for us here, but also, you know, for, you know, for everyone else around the world. But I've actually had a really great time. Um, it's been a really exciting experience and I've learned a lot about myself and, and kind of, you know, manifested some experiences I would never have dreamed of happening in the, in the midst of a global crisis. Yeah, that's really interesting that, that you say that. Um... Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I think I love how you were just sharing honestly about how, you know, it hasn't been easy at all no, for, no. For, for any of us, right? And we, we've had to kind of glide into the experience and, and move, move through it and get on with it. Everyone listening, Scott is a coach like me and we have similarities in the way that we work, but we're also very different. And so part of the reason why I wanted to invite Scott on today is to ask him to share about his body of work, which has been supporting me over the last few months as, as well, because we've been doing exchanges, supporting each other, true collaborators. And um, so I wanted, I wanted to invite you to share a little bit about what it is that you do, um, and then we'll move on to how some of the tools and techniques can support our listeners. For sure. So yeah, I, I, I'm what I'd sort of term a, a human experience coach. And, and what I do is help people through tools that I teach to, to navigate their experience of life better so they can actually connect to the feeling that they want to experience in life and, and seeing the, the games that they get caught up in that stop that from happening. Mm. And, you know, and, and the key thing for that is to happen is connecting to what I call authentic desire, which is really just about the feeling that you want to experience in life. Mm. And, and so I sort of lead people through that transition. And there's, there's, there's a few things we have to sort of understand to really uh, see how we can navigate that. Yeah, yeah. Would you say it's um, similar to or the same as in a way, moving people from the head and the thought patterns and the cycles and the programs into the body, the intuition, the intelligence there. Yeah, and just connecting to like that, you know, the, the biggest sense of who you are, like the bigger vision, uh, which comes through connecting with, you know, authentic desire. Because mm. um, when you connect to that place, your life looks very, very different. Um, yeah. And then the practice becomes to to meet the adversity that's in our life from that place rather than from the reactions and from the, the, you know, the big core triggers that, uh, you know, the charges that, that we, that we have within us and, you know, and the sort of the mental beliefs that we get stuck, stuck in, you know, and the, the fears that drive a lot of what we do in life, stepping out of that into something else. And that opens the doors to a, a wild, different experience of life even though things 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 are always going to be hard there's always going to be adversity but you can have a very different relationship to that i think uh 
just taking what you've just shared and applying it to what we've just been through and maybe still going through as as this episode mm. airs. Um, what really helped me when I went into lockdown and that experience of lockdown first was hearing your voice and the indigenous tribe that we both know, their voice about meeting the adversity with joy and actually applying that as a concept to lockdown and yeah. to all the stuff that was coming up allowed me to move into the experience in a much easier way. In relation to what you're saying, if the people listening are thinking, well, if I'm in a lockdown situation again, which could happen in, in, a, in a different mm. different way, and, mm. uh, and I go straight into my mind and straight into my head, how in that moment do I remember to connect to this deeper, improved or desired feeling that you call it? How do I remember how to do that? Like what, what can you tell me that gives me some support that reminds me to kind of connect to this better feeling inside me, if that makes sense? Yeah, totally. So, so the tribe that I work with, the Hunikwin, are really interesting because they have these little phrases that they use that sort of build this kind of mindset program that they have. And, and the amazing thing is about them is that mindset they have comes from the plants that they work with in the Amazon and goes back thousands of years. So, so all this personal development that we've been doing over the last sort of 50 years, this kind of predates all of that, which is really fascinating to me. So we're kind of like in the West, we're catching up with the, you know, these tribes that are you know, thousands of years old. But one of the things that they say is, you know, sol agria, which means, so alegria, which means uh, only joy. And when you, when you experience that with them, you just, it, it, it gives you this download. And just even just sometimes just coming back to that phrase just opens up a sort of, you know, a deeply positive mindset because it's, connect, it's connected to that body experience, that feeling of joy, the embodiment of it. Mm. Um, and that just changes your perspective of um, the adversity that's there and, and what's all the fear that's coming up in you. Mm. Um, you can meet it in a very different way. But in the absence of, of that understanding and experience, to me, you know, the first thing that we have to do is really get out of our heads and you know, all the thoughts that are going on and just start to check in with the body and the feelings that are there, all the fears that are coming up, um, all the reactions that are coming up, all the doubts that, that are there, the anxiety that's there, and really get into what I'd call approval of those feelings. So there's all this resistance and we don't want to feel these things, which makes us you know, do things in a certain way where we're trying to control things. But when you get into approval of those feelings, which is really just about giving yourself permission to feel those things for what they are. And we can call that, you know, there's different names or words we can use to describe that process. You know, sometimes we say acceptance, but approval has this, it's, for me, it's this word that really connects to joy. It's sort of, it allows you to really embrace those feelings. And then what happens is you do it properly, the, that resistance melts and something emerges from that. Yeah. And what emerges, what I've seen emerge in, in many people that I've done this with over the years is peace. That's the first thing that emerges. 
Right. And then from that place of peace, suddenly all the things that are, are really challenging you right now look very different and you have a lot more clarity around um, what to do and you have a lot more insight. You've explained that so clearly and so simply. Just to go a step deeper, could you give a bit of a step-by-step -step process of how to do that? Because I know that everyone listening loves the kind of step-by-step -step process just to help people even yeah. more because I know there's going to be loads of people listening who are like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. How can we actually apply it? I kind of need an application process. Yeah. So yeah, yeah could yeah. you break it down? So the, so the first thing to understand is um, every day we're impacted by adversity in little ways, whether that's to do with our you know, experience with money, relationships, uh, our careers, our health, that's the big one right now. Sexuality is another big one, um, which I won't go into right now. But um, so it's, it's a, what I'm saying is that it, it's, it, this is a practice. This is something we have to do every day. It's like we're in a garden. We're just taking care of all the little weeds before they get out of control. Um, and this is actually one of the, the main things I do every day in, in, throughout my day. It's just checking in with what's coming up. And so all I'm doing is I'm just stopping for a second and I'm actually just getting out of the head and I'm, you know, something that's really powerful to do is just to breathe into the body. And when you do that, you start to notice, you want to sort of look for the sensations that are coming up. And the body's going to do two things. It's either going to start to relax and soften, or you're going to notice tension and resistance. Okay, can I can I call it now? Can I call mine out now? Can you demo on me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm feeling right now is most of my body's re in really relaxed place, but my my chest is a little bit tight. Yeah. So then you you just want to start to feel that tightness mm -hmm. and give yourself permission just to feel the tightness and then just see if there are any feelings or emotions there. like what does that tightness feel like you know maybe there's an emotion there attached to it well it's easing off as we're talking about it which is really cool and it it talks to that idea that you have about self as soon as you approve of something it begins to release and relax so that's mm -hmm. absolutely happening i feel like um, emotions are something that sometimes we're a bit afraid of and I think mm. that you're a big advocate of you know saying that emotions are healthy they're part of us they're who mm. we are so as you're asking me what kind of emotions coming up to the surface I'm feeling very very subtle part of me wants to just cry some tears but it's yeah. not necessarily sad it's just yeah. maybe a release um and that's yeah. so that's it's nice that's nice to, to to feel that yeah and so you, you just give yourself permission to to feel that into that and you know let that process happen and see what else emerges so there might be either two now two things might happen now is there might be a deeper layer inside of that um which would probably kind of go into the, the realm of like the wounds that we carry. Um, or you're going to find a sense of stillness in that place. And that stillness is going to, out of that is going to emerge peace. Yeah. But you want to keep going like, you know, the heart's 
a big container for for feeling it's you know what how i see the heart is it's the amplifier of emotion um but we want to go to the source of that so you really want to sort of feel breathe down into the belly right down into the bottom of the belly and that's where it gets really interesting because that's where we that's the you know a lot of um you know different uh you know like medicine traditions like in 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 yoga the indian system and in, in chinese medicine the belly and the navel is the seat of emotions and feelings and desire um and it's not the heart which is really interesting um, and there's a lot of research around how this is actually starting to become scientifically the case where a lot of our um, nervous system, there's a lot, the second, the second largest area of, of, uh, of our nervous system is in the belly after the brain. Yeah. Um, so they kind of, there's this term, they call it the second brain now, and that, it has a big part to do with regulating emotion and, and serotonin actually as well yeah um so that's that's where we want to get to um if if we dare (laughs) okay okay we might not want to go there (laughs) people people like me who are high performing high achieving less uh impatient (laughs) impatient um how long would you suggest that i spend on tending to the weeds tending to those little emotional knots inside a day it it depends you know like there's different ways to do this for you it's about you know in the mornings a good if you've got a morning you know you've got a great morning practice so that's a great time to do it yeah um but that's also a really good time to connect to the authentic desire that's inside of that yeah um and if you can build up a bit of a practice around this you know just like 15 minutes in the morning yeah it, it really helps set the direction for the day. Nice. And then nice. that means la- later on throughout the day, you might just find these moments where you just really notice the mind's a bit overactive and busy. You don't have clarity. Totally. Um, and you can feel the body's kind of, that tension's there. That's the time to just take a minute, take a breath, feel it, and just give yourself permission to, to be in it and let it change. Because the body knows what, what, what to do. Yeah. Uh, it's just that our mental resistance to that is what stops that natural flow happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is awesome. So essentially, we've got the practice now for trimming down the weeds. We mm. know how to get started with that. Let's take it a step further and think about, okay, how can people in this period of time in their lives, how can they do the clearing clear out the weeds and then understand how to consciously create this new feeling inside them, which then yeah. will improve their emotion, mindset, state yeah. of being as they emerge out of this period of time. Yeah. So that's just about finding, it starts with stillness in the body. Um, that's that place where you, you just really relaxed. Um, and there's no tension or at least there's you've created enough of a space inside of you for something to emerge so just to go back to the gardening analogy we've done the weeding and we've started turning over the soil 
And then we just want to sort of sit in the soil, as it were, in the body. Nice. And then it's about just asking the question, you know, and this question is really profound, actually, which is, you know, what do you want to experience? But inside of that experience is actually what do you want to feel in your experience? And as you ask that question, the body will tell you. Mm. And all of these sensations and feelings and emotions are going to start to come up. And so when you're connected to peace, what, you know, just to sort of give you a bit of a framework of what I've noticed through doing this is that what, it, what emerges out of peace, the feeling of peace is the feeling of freedom. And what emerges out of the feeling of freedom is empowerment, like real empowerment, which is very different experience to control. And then out of empowerment is a sense of creation and creativity and possibilities. Um, and then what emerges out of that is beauty. And, you know, and these are, these are just words. I'm, what makes authentic desire authentic is that you will use your own words to describe those feelings. But there's a kind of theme to all of these. And that word that really embodies that feeling then becomes a very powerful framing tool, coming back to sort of mindset sort of stuff. And so when I first did this, I was, you know, I was, I was going through a depression um, and I was going through a, what I'd call a reckoning experience, which is when adversity has got you by the balls and you can't run away. And that's what we're all in right now. We're in a collective reckoning experience and we can't run away. And what I... When I started to get into this, what emerged from, for me in that feeling was wanting to feel liberated, wanting to feel a little bit dangerous, which is like that was my empowerment piece. It was really interesting. Wanting to feel electric in my body, wanting to feel magical. And when I connected to those feelings, suddenly all these doors opened up in my life and all these doors opened up in my mind and I had so much more clarity and insight into, into what to do. And, and then the beautiful thing was I just started to play from that place, from those letting those feelings guide me and just giving myself permission. And, and so it's really important, again, to be in approval of these feelings, you know, these authentic desires, and giving them a little bit of, you know, giving them permission to, to step out and play a little bit, just one little thing just taking it step by step. Um, and then life starts to become this really beautiful, fun adventure where you're allowed to make mistakes. Because when you're in play, you're, you're learning. And you're not caught up in these kind of, you know, the ego games that we get caught up in, the, the limiting beliefs that we have. And then my life completely transformed in ways that I would never have seen coming. Yeah. And that's what's happening to me right now, actually, through this experience is, you know, I, I've been in lockdown like everyone else. I've been in India in a foreign country where actually it got really scary for a little bit because things were getting a little bit edgy and a little bit violent, actually. Um, but somehow I ended up in a community with 10 other people and we just created this really amazing space together and you know, we created a uh, permaculture garden. We didn't, none of us had done permaculture before. We were like, maybe we're going to need some food. Like, you know, the fear of like, we don't know what's going to happen about food. Let's create a permaculture garden. And suddenly all our attention and effort went into doing this really cool thing and learning and 
you know, a month later, I'm picking salad for lunch in my garden now. Amazing. Um, and that's kind of what starts to happen. Like you, you move beyond the fear that's, that's coming up and living from that place and then taking actions that kind of actually end up limiting us. Yeah. It's really interesting. I just want to pick up on something you said, because I had this moment about three or four days ago where I was feeling anxious mm. and I felt the anxiety. And then I heard myself go, oh, gosh, Jody, not again. And then I was like, hang on a minute. You know, seven years ago, I was so disconnected from myself. I didn't feel anything. So actually, I'm grateful to feel this fear. I'm grateful to yeah. feel this anxiety because I spent so many years of my life disconnected and frozen from yeah. my feelings. So, hey, you know what? To experience an emotion that is uncomfortable, that's a, a joy to me, actually, because I, yeah. you know, so I think if we can, um, if we can kind of take inspiration from that and actually reframe certain yeah. negative emotions or things that we, we, we label as negative, then again, that's another technique yeah. to shift it quite fast into something positive. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting, you know, my relationship with fears really changed now where it's, Fear is actually that thing. I know I'm on the right track in life because fear is coming up. And the only difference between fear and excitement to me is actually approval. Because once you get into approval of your fear, there's an ex something emerging. There's something that just wants to come out and play. And you're just not giving it permission to play. And it's just, then it's just about finding that way to let it out and, and play a little bit and express itself. Um, and then, then, then you have a very different relationship to fear. And then, then that's played out in you know, my experience with money. You know, that's completely transformed now. Um, you know, relationships, career, like every area of my life is very different experience now. Um, and that's the other thing to sort of say as well is, you know, in life where um, we're trying to chase that feeling you know, even if we don't quite know what it is, but, you know, when we reach that goal, we're going to feel something. Mm. And we never quite get there, or we do get there and it's kind of fleeting. Got you. And what this, this is about changing that dynamic where you are the source of that. That feeling's already in you that you want to feel. So just feel it. Yeah. And, and I, live your life from that place. Yeah. I remember when I was writing my, my book, <clears throat> Self-Care for the Soul, and I was writing about feelings and emotions, and the, the um, image that came to me to bring that to life was like, imagine that you are opening the door to a, a shop full of fabrics and te textiles, and you go in there, and there's loads of different fabrics and textiles, and you are literally just feeling the different fabrics and textiles. And I, I, I really loved that analogy when I wrote yeah. about it because I was like, that's exactly what our feelings and emotions are, really. Yeah, totally, mm. totally. Okay, yeah. well, thank you, thank you so much. We're going to start to wrap it up now. And uh, it's such a joy to connect with you. And I'm looking forward to yeah. you coming back to London so I can give you I a hug. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so where can people go and read more about you and the work that you're doing at the moment, Scott? Uh, yeah, so they can connect with me. Um, I'm on Facebook. I've got a Facebook page called The Human Experience Coach. 
uh, that's a good place to sort of just connect with me you know, each day. Um, some of my online courses are on there where I talk about a lot of these things. If you want more of an understanding about that or, um, you know, my website, scott-murden.com, you can find me there. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much um, for, for the time. And, uh, and everyone listening, please do let Scott and I know how these practices are impacting and influencing your lives in a positive way. And uh, also, if you're really noticing the shifts that you're having as you emerge out of lockdown and out of this experience that you're in right now, please share the shifts with us. Tag myself and Scott on stories so that we can uh, stay connected to you all and uh, support you all as we all move collectively along this this brand new journey, this evolution that we're going through at the moment. Okay, awesome. That was such a great episode. There are so many takeaways and insights to take from what we talked about and definitely speaking a step-by-step process as to how to weed the garden, the inner garden that is, and how to tap into some of those deeper core desired feelings and create a improved version of your life as you step out of lockdown. So I hope that you are inspired by this week's episode of Be Electric. You can follow me at Jodie Shield on Instagram, on Facebook and my website jodyshield.co.uk and you can also follow Scott at The Human Experience Coach on Facebook and Instagram. If this is your first time listening, please do subscribe via your favourite podcast service and leave me a review so that I know how to improve the content I'm creating and make it even better and even more relevant for you. Lots of love and see you next time.